Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, the 8th of July. Hope everyone had a great July 4th week weekend and getting ready for some sports this weekend. We're going to be talking about the Rays. Of course, the Braves are in town, Wimbledon's full force, and we have some golf to talk about. The number here, 877-448-7901, sportsatpower901.com. Get you on through an email. We'll be right back to kick off the show on Power 90.1. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-291-2865-800-291-2865-800-291-2865. That's 800-291-2865. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, Rays fans. Let me ask you, do you have your finger on the panic button yet? Talking about the Rays, they lost 11 out of the last 17 games, including five in a row going into the weekend here against the Braves. And who knows, the way the Braves are playing, it could be another three losses. But let's think positive. Right now, the Rays are still in first place in the American League East with a record of 57-33, and 33. again, going into the weekend. You know, yeah, we did lose five in a row. Got swept by the Phillies. First time that we've gotten swept all season long. Uh, the score was three to one on Thursday night, uh, eight to four on Wednesday, and three to one on Tuesday. So, you know, we're not scoring runs. That that's the issue, and that's the same thing that happened to us last year in the playoffs. So, is there a cause for concern? There's always cause for concern when you lose a game, when you lose a couple games, when you lose five games in a row. It definitely ups the ante on the um, concern factor. But here's the result. I mean, here's, here's where we stand right now. We're in first place in the American League East Division. We had a great first half of the year. Now, when you have the kind of start that we got off to, it's good and it's also bad in some ways. It, it's it's bad because you can't really, you don't want to make changes, you don't want to bring up some players from AAA Durham, even though you have some people down there right now, um, the Rander being one of them, that, sh- that should be up here playing. Now aside from the Rays, the Braves, you know, maybe one or two other teams, yeah, they're they're using their farm teams a lot more than the Rays are this year because, quite frankly, we haven't had to. So, is my finger on the panic button? No, no, it's not. And I really think that um, every team goes through streaks. Every team is going to go through um, some peaks and valleys. What happens with our team, unfortunately, is that either everyone's hitting well 
or no one's hitting well. And that's the same thing that happened to us in the playoffs last year, if you remember. Do we have the bats to go out there and compete? Yes, yeah, we do. But you know, sometimes you need someone to go out there besides a Luke Rayleigh and carry the team for a week, a couple weeks at a time. And we really just haven't had that because we've been winning more games than not. We had a 633 win percentage going into the weekend. Yeah, we lost five in a row. And what happens is that when you have a team that you put out there on the defensive side of things, which is, you know, plus defenders all the way around, it really helps from a defensive standpoint, but sometimes you lose a bat. So we, I've been saying all along, we really need that one bat. We never got the, the acquisition, the spend the money to go out there and get that one person that's going to hit 35 home runs, plus, you know, knock in 110 RBIs, those kind of things. Do we have the players right now that are capable of doing it? Absolutely. And I think that as you go into the second half of the season, you're going to see some other players step up and you're going to see a continued dominance from our, you know, from our relievers especially. If you looked in the last series against Philadelphia, that game on Thursday night, we used eight pitchers in a relief starting scenario. Um... And we had only given up one run after nine innings. What more could you ask for from someone starting in a relief scenario using, I think it was six pitchers up to that point. And when you look at that, what does that tell you? You can't hang it on the pitchers. It's the bats. So sometimes what happens is that we started hitting some home runs, um, you know, back in the Diamondback series, um, couple in the KC series, the, the Seattle maybe. And what happens, you start getting into a home run type of swing. And I look at Randy Rosarina right now. Usually he has a pretty compact swing, um, especially if it gets tight in the count. You know, he gets two strikes on him, it tightens up and definitely shortens up his swing. But no, he's swinging from his shoes right now, trying to hit one out of the park sometimes. And that's what happens when you have some success with the long ball. You tend to forget, you know, some of the the basics, the hitting basics, if you will. So, um, and of course, I've always said all along with this team that one of the reasons why we have a hard time manufacturing some runs when nothing else is going right is because of our uh, ineptness or inability or unwillingness, maybe is even a better word, to, to play small ball. And I'll give you an example. Again, I'll go back to Thursday night's game. It's 1-1 in the uh, 10th inning. It was 1-1 after 9. We go to 10. We shut them down in the top of the 10th. We're batting, bottom of the 10th. Of course, you start with the runner on second base. So you only need one run to win. What do you do? What would... No, 95% of the other teams in this league do. They would lay down a bunt. you got to get that guy to third base so that he can score on a sacrifice fly and win the game. You know, you walk-off sacrifice fly would be perfect, right? No one cares how we win, just so we win. But we don't do that. Now, I don't know. You know, I, I see some... 
I'll tweets. I see some things about Cash not making the right calls and in that position. I mean, this is something that has been um, ongoing with this team. I've heard other you know people talking about it's uh, the, the the team concept. They just don't want to bunt. They're not. I, I don't. I don't. I don't buy into that. I mean, Cash is the manager. If it calls for a lay down a bunt, then you better have a player up there that knows how to bunt and get that runner over to third base. And if they don't want to, then you replace that player with someone who will follow your orders as the manager. Now, I'm not banging on Cash because he's no manager of the year two times. He's a very good manager. He's very good at getting the team to buy in to the system. Very good at what they're trying to do when it comes to winning, like I've mentioned before. However, this has always been this lack of small ball ability. And I know it's mostly, it used to mostly be National League. Uh, National League played more small ball than um, the American League. You know, move the runner over, steal a base. Well, we're stealing bases. If you look, a couple, you know, I'd say three, four weeks ago, all the fun that the guys were having out there, stealing bases left and right, especially Franco. And, you know, all of a sudden you see some of the, the positivity and some of the um, fun going away. And, of course, when you start losing some games that you should probably have won, you're not going to be too happy about it. So I, I don't mind seeing... Um, people not jumping up and down and kidding around when you're losing. As a matter of fact, I don't want to see that. I want to uh, see people that have an attitude, a chip on the shoulder, uh, that they're not winning a game. So, uh, again, so that was one one situation that I thought um, that we did not take advantage of. And again, we lost that game three to one. We lost. Um, the first game in the series by the same score, three to one. So there we go. We scored two runs in three games. You're not going to win those games. We were able to score a little bit more in the middle game there, or four, but we gave up eight, unfortunately. So, again, our defense is going to always be strong out there. You don't see too many errors on this team. Unfortunately, it suffers sometimes at the hand of bats. If you had that big hitter, you move everybody else down one slot in the rotation or in the lineup, and you may see a difference. Now, saying all those things, we're still in first place by four games over Baltimore going into the weekend, by eight games over the Yankees and Toronto, and 11 over Boston. Let's see how we do against Atlanta. We seem to play big in bigger games. We have good success against the Yankees, against Toronto, and against Baltimore, and you know, usually against some of the better teams as well. So was it a... You know, um, a freak thing against the, the Phillies. I don't know. The Phillies are a decent team. They're not one of the top teams right now, in my opinion. But, you know, they're, they're, they're up there. Um, they can be contenders. As of right now, they'd be in the playoffs if the playoffs started tomorrow. But um, they were there for the taking, and we just missed our opportunity when we did that. If you look at the team right now, um, you have Tampa sitting atop the American League East, like I mentioned. And, you know, you have some team leaders, Diaz, who I, I believe needs to take a bigger role in this team as far as leading the team. Yes, he's batting 310. And he's got a slugging percentage of almost 500. 
Um, I, I want someone out there that's going to really, you know, talk with these players and, and help them along. And I really think that he's the person, and I don't always get that feeling with him. Randy, you know, Randy's being Randy. He's got 58 RBIs at the, at the break almost. He'll probably have that over 60, hopefully, by the time the All-Star game gets here on Tuesday. Uh, you know, you read stories about him, you know, getting ready for the All-Star. He's going to be in the home run derby. And I, I personally wish he wasn't because I feel as though the home run derby really messes with some people's swings uh, for a little while until they get it out of their system. And, you know, I really don't want to see Rosarina go through that. But, you know, Siri has 16 home runs. Uh, he's, he's playing you know, fairly decent right now. And the whole team... It's not like I'm down on the team right now. Um, what I am down on is when the team does not take advantage of situations that are given to them, that's when someone needs to step up and and say something. So if uh, and I'd love to hear your comments on that, jimmybsports.com if you want to shoot me an email that way, or you can um, call at 877-448-7901. Are you happy with the way that uh, Kevin Cash manages a game. I would say that most people are. The ones that aren't, um, if you want to state a situation, then you know that would be something that we could look at. But just in general, to say he's not a good coach, I'm not going to buy that, and I don't want to you know, even read that email. So if you have a, a situation that you want to talk about, I'd be more than happy to do that. Overall, I think you look at the players, um, you know, I, I hear about Josh Lowell. A lot of people are down on him right now. Uh, a lot of people are down on Ramirez right now. Uh, you know, let Lowell, he's had a couple hits from a couple games that he's come back so far. Give him some time. Let him a couple games after the All-Star break and, um, you know, see what happens. Of course, like we mentioned, Rayleigh's having, um, he makes the most of his Appearances when he's out there, he's got 15 home runs already, uh, 36 RBIs. So he's doing a great job. Taylor Walls, when he's in there, you know, for his defense, whatever, he's a very good infielder, very good second baseman. Um, you know, he can hit for a double once in a while, but he needs to be able to go out there and um, get get some more hits. Paredes, now he's the one that's been doing well in the last couple of games. Isak went out there, had that big home run. He's got uh, he's got 14 doubles this year already and uh, 67 hits. So he can go out there and, uh, you know, he's going to be someone to watch in the second half of the season, I feel. Franco, you know, Franco's 94 hits and 10 home runs. Uh, obviously, we're going to wait to see Franco. I see a difference in him the last couple of weeks after his, you know, two-game suspension, if you will. So we're going to see what happens with him in the second half of the year. Someone said that, you know, since he was being suspended and whatnot, that the team really hasn't been the same team as it was before that. And sometimes the inner workings of a team, that the public doesn't know what's going on all the time, nor, nor do we need to know. They just need to figure it out. And that's why I look for that leader. And if it's not going to be a Diaz, then someone needs to step up and be that person. Because in my opinion, for this team to win the chip this year, you need that person. And if, yeah, they all like each other, whatever, you're going to have situations during the season, but maybe something comes up, they handle it in-house and everything's fine. But you really need that person to step up when the ship is uh, not 
sailing straight and get it back on course. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Again, GenieVSports.com. Let me know what you think. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. They have access to great prices and discounts at over 500 different airlines. Plus 300,000 hotels and rental car companies. 800-331-3981. 800-331-3981. 800-331-3981. That's 800-331-3981. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Just take a couple of emails here, looking at some of these. We have Weston from Plant City saying about the Rays. He says, do you believe that people are complaining about the Rays? Who would have thought they'd be in first place right now at this point of the All-Star break? Lighten up, fans. You know, I mean, I understand both sides, Weston. As a fan, uh, I don't think anyone expected us to get out to the start that we had and when we did get out there and win 10 games in the first to 20 first to 30 first to 40 probably the first to 50 as well you expect you get to expect things and then there are those people just waiting for the wheels to fall off so um you're gonna have both uh, sides of the coin there and i think that if you look at it right now Yes, I agree with you. We are in first place. And if someone would have said to me, would you take it that they're in first place by four games or three games or five games, whatever it's going to be by the All-Star break, I would have said absolutely. So um, thanks for the email, and I truly agree with it. Uh, another email, Vicky, are you going to talk about Tom Brady with the collapse of the crypto uh, giant FTX and about him being seen uh, in uh, in a uh, what does this say and being seen over the holidays with Kim Kardashian. Well, let me say this. Number one, as far as the I think the second question first about uh, Kim Kardashian. I don't really care at all what Tom Brady does off the field. Now, from a football standpoint or a sports standpoint, he is a minority owner with the Raiders. He's not playing football anymore, so unless he's talking about something with the Raiders, it doesn't really matter to me. What he does off the field, I saw the I saw the headlines, I saw the um, statements that he was seeing with Kim Kardashian at Steve Cohen's party up there in the... Um, up there in New York in the Hamptons, I guess, over the 4th of July weekend. And quite frankly, like I said, it doesn't uh, interest me one bit. If he has half a brain, uh, Brady won't, won't get involved with anybody in that family because anybody that does seems to um, run into more problems than it's worth. Now, the second part of your uh, email about the uh, FTX with the crypto, I think there is some validity to 
uh, talking about that a little bit. I don't think the people really have mentioned a whole lot of that in the sporting world. Now, what we're talking about, obviously, is you know, Brady and his wife, their gazelle Bunchen, or ex-wife, I should say, um, they received $18 million in stock. Um, Brady then lost $30 million when everything collapsed. So the part of that, but that about him investing in something, now, they're all being sued. All these people that would go out there to the general public and, you know, start saying go out there and buy cryptocurrency without doing any homework on their own. I would I'd guarantee you that they just took the money and said, yeah, I'll, I'll go out there and I'll, I'll, I'll definitely market your... Um, and find some uh, investors for you. It's not just Brady and his, his ex-wife there. It was O'Neill, Shaq's being sued as well. Um, Larry David of, of Seinfeld's being sued. Naomi Osaka, Steph Curry of the Golden State. All those people that had not done any due diligence prior to marketing these FTF products to the public, you know, are out there being sued. And it's a, it's a you know, federal court in Florida. We'll see what happens. And, you know, the money that they've gotten and lost is like, you know, $25 to some other people because it's, it's a, you got to consider the source with what's going on. Now, saying that, just because you're a, a, a Tom Brady fan or a Steph Curry fan, should you go out there and, and, you know, buy what they're telling you to buy, whether it be cryptocurrency or, um, you know, healthcare products or a T-shirt or whatever it might be. You should go out there and, you know, do your own due diligence and see what you think. See what's best for you and your family because uh, it, it may not be what's best for you as what they're telling you is good for them for whatever reason it might be. So I think that's another situation where uh, people really haven't talked about that and it might be worth touching on briefly and I will you know, stress the word briefly with that because um, quite honestly you're going to have that guy Friedman who they uh, who's running everything Sam Bankman Fried if you remember you know, he's still facing federal fraud related charges for that and it's going to go away I mean he's, it's going to end up because there are so many big name people and so many um behind the scenes things I really believe that that's going to end up going nowhere so thank you for the email I appreciate it um, one of the other things that bothered me this week was when I heard Brooks Kepka criticizing Matthew Wolf now of course, most people know who Brooks Kepka is. Matthew Wolf is a golfer. Um, he's had some issues, some mental health issues, some challenges on and off the golf course. Well, Brooks Kepka said that uh, he quit on a couple rounds of golf, uh, and especially the one outside Washington last month with an undisclosed injury. So he says, I mean, when you, this is a quote from Kepka. I mean, when you quit on your round, you give up and stuff like that, that's not competing, Kepka told Sports Illustrated. I'm not a big fan of that. You don't work hard. It's very tough. It's very tough to have even like a team dynamic when you've got one guy that won't work. One guy is not going to give any effort. He's going to quit on the team, break clubs, get down, bad body language. It's very tough. So Wolf is on the same team there that smashed 
uh, in the LIV, Smash Golf Course, whatever, golf team. And Kepka's the captain, and you know, he came out and said that. So I, I don't know what management courses um, Kepka took, but if he's the captain of that team and he's out there motivating someone on his team like that, I say it's a pretty poor way um, terrible being a teammate, number one, and that's not someone that you uh, would say some of those things to. I think it's a pretty bad indication. Everyone's not like you, Brooks. You may be able to have a uh, different demeanor, and that works for you. Again, it's not one size fits all, so if you want to be a uh, have a better team, then maybe you want to be a better teammate in some regards. So that was something that um, aggravated me a little bit this past week. We're going to take a quick break, come back, maybe a few more emails. We're going to talk some tennis, and um, let me know what you think about that. 877-448-7901. You are in the gymnasium on Power 90.1. Freedom Junkie Beards. Free your beard from its dismal existence and kick it up a notch. Freedom Junkie Beards is made in the USA with the highest quality ingredients from beard oils, jellies, balms, and waxes to shine, hydrate, smooth, and control frizz to keep that beard in check. Protect your beard from the elements with an all-star lineup of products from Freedom Junkie Beards. American-made, American-grown. Online at fjbeards.com or text keyword BEARD to 64600. That's 64600 for more information. So if you're ready to join the Freedom Junkie Nation, then let's get bearded. A percentage of all sales are donated to charities supporting wounded veterans and vets with PTSD. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Watching any Wimbledon tennis. I'll tell you what, I saw some of the uh, match between Stefano Sisypus and Andy Murray. What a great uh, five-setter that was. It actually stretched over two days because they had to stop because of a curfew over there in London, which I have no idea about. But um, anyway, Murray was the crowd favorite, of course, and I thought he was done after he had that groin injury. But the, the clock said it was time to call the, um, the match until the next day, and then uh, he was up two sets to one, and came back the next day, and um, Sissy Pass actually won the uh, the five setter there. So that was a great match. Of course, you have Djokovic. He's having some fun over there. You see him talking to the crowd, and he just seems so relaxed. And you know, he beat Stan Wawrinka in straight sets. Although I uh, went to a tiebreaker in the third set, but Djokovic is just uh, someone who seems to be in control of everything that he's doing right now and I think that if you look you're going to probably see a matchup between him and um, Alcaraz, Carlos Alcaraz number one seed, he's a kid I think he's only like 20 years old or something right now Uh, he's moving up 
every time that he plays and it's going to be a great match I think that uh, if you see a Djokovic Alcaraz match coming up stay tuned and uh, tune in I should say and, and watch it Zwitek advances for the Sweet Six uh, round of 16 with straight set wins versus Petra Martic um, so there's some good good tennis going on right now Serenko won the longest women's tiebreak in Wimbledon history 38 points which was crazy to see and, and read about of course Chris Eubanks of the United States um, now that was a great upset of Cameron Norrie so if you get a chance watch somewhere to Wimbledon and I think that um, you'll enjoy uh, some of the competition Venus Williams she played obviously didn't do too well but uh, hopefully she's able to just retire so many times people just don't want to walk away and um, retire they think they still have something left in the in the tank and a lot of times they do for a little bit but uh, that's a question that I want to throw out there to you do you think the athletes who stay longer than they should does it tarnish their career or doesn't that matter? Should they be able, have they earned the right to play as long as they want despite maybe being a pastor prime in so many situations? Um, I want you to weigh in on that. Go to jimmybsports.com and let me know what you think as far as that goes. And give me some examples of someone that you think maybe stayed or actually maybe they're right now playing a little bit too long. I mean, you can go down the list of some of some people in mind that I'll, I'll wait to hear some of your comments and replies and I'll definitely add to that. What do you think of Victor Wembenyahu? Wembenyama, Summer League debut. Um, he was out there and, you know, uh, playing with San Antonio, obviously, number one draft pick. Uh, yeah, I don't want to hear about well, what happened with him and Britney Spears. Did Britney Spears go up there and could say she wants to congratulate him? Did she touch his shoulder? Did she grab him when she pushed away? That's that's nothing happened there. Nothing's going to come of it. Um, so don't even bring that part of it up. But what do you think about him? How's it going to be? Is he too thin? Uh, Chet Holmgren was thin as well. He put on some weight. He's going to be out there, and um, it, it should be a, a, a good, a good series in the summer. A lot of these NBA teams go out there and they, um, they don't play their star players sometimes, especially the rookies that were just drafted, especially number one draft pick for fear of getting hurt. You know, I, I know, like I said, Holmgren got hurt last time last year playing, um, but you have the NBA, which is really quite interesting right now some changes going on you have the talk about Harden what's he gonna do um, you have the talk about Damian Lillard what's he gonna do is he gonna stay where he is in Portland or he said that yeah I'm, I'm open to uh, trade talks right now where's the best place for Lillard to end up <clears throat> do you think it's uh, the heat like he had mentioned do you think it's the Celtics who are talking about it? Do you think it's the Sixers who, by uh, letting Harden test the free waters, um, is that someplace for him to end up? Can he and Embiid go out there and have a great um, chemistry together? All those things we'll see. You now, the money that they are paying these guys, they go out there and they... Um, 
you know, keep on moving from team to team. You can look at LeBron, how many times he's moved around just for a chance to win a championship. You look at Durant, what he's done. You look at, you go on and on, and it's just different these days than it was when you go back to the days. How many times did Magic Johnson move? That would be zero. How many times did Larry Bird go from one team to the other to win a championship? That would also be zero. Stayed with one team. How about Michael Jordan? How many teams did he jump from one to the other? Uh, zero. All those championships he won with the team. He made his team better. You have conversations. Who's the best player? Jordan? Or how does he compare with, say, Kobe Bryant, for example? Jordan... One, He made you get better. He made you want to win as much as he did. Or you just didn't play with him on his team. That's how important winning was to him. So to me, you have in the scheme of things, you have Jordan and you have everybody else after him as far as, far as the hierarchy goes. But um, while talking about the NBA, we're going to see some more moves here in the summer. And uh, before you know it, they'll be in training camps and getting ready uh, for the tip-off there in, in November. So interesting time of year. We're going to talk about some football with the Bucks next time on the show. Get ready for some uh, training camp. I don't know how they're going to do it with this crazy heat that we're having, but they're going to. So as always, it's all the time we have, guys. Thank you for listening to the show. Keep the comments. Comments coming, keep the emails coming. Um, really enjoy reading them. JimmyBSports.com. Let me know what's on your mind. As always, stay safe, stay vigilant. Above all, stay positive, and we'll talk to you next week in the gymnasium. Have a great weekend, guys. Bye.